Alright, so, this kind of came to mind recently, um, what was your experience with parades growing up? Did you go to a lot of them? Um, not a lot. I want to say, maybe like two a year. Like the Stampede one, or what? Yeah, uh, so the thing is, my dad actually had a shop downtown, and it would go right down on, like, from that street, like, right outside his shop. Mm-hmm. So everyone that worked in the shop, like, all their families would come down, and we'd have, like, a pancake breakfast there, and just set up in front of the shop and watch the parade. Oh, okay. And then the other one would be the, like, the Christmas Santa Claus one. Oh, okay. And I want to say it went down the same street, so we would also set up shop, or we'll set up our chairs right outside the shop. I don't think I ever went to the Santa Claus parade. I think I've been to a Stampede parade once or twice, but I'd usually just watch it on TV. I was just thinking, like, what is the point of a parade? Like, what's going on? It's just like, hey, a lot of people are walking through the street, and I don't know. They got this big well, truck. Well, it's like, it's like moving musicals. It's like supposed to be a... Sp- oh, yeah, I guess a musical of sorts. Big band, kind of marching band stuff. Just seems like a weird, antiquated thing now. It's kind of the thing I was thinking. Yeah, right. Like, how often do you see a parade? Like, I think th- I think they still hold them here, but I'm wondering if like parade attendance is down because like it's just such a weird thing, or if it's just watched online. Novelty. I can just stream that. Yeah, I but would you really bother to stream a parade though? I don't know. You you watch it on TV. It's like the same thing. Well, I did, but like never all of it. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, it's gonna be on at nine. I gotta watch all of this parade. It would be like, oh, the parade's on. There's a parade. I don't. All right. And then I just probably turn it off or watch cartoons right, like, or something. Right, like, I haven't gone to one in years, but you know what did I always wanted to do? Did they ever throw candy out at your They parade? did, yeah. Or, like, that people would walk around thing. and give you, like, little, like, what were those, like, Oscar Mayer whistles? Yep. That was the best part of the parade, was just waiting for free stuff to yeah, yeah, yeah. come flying at you. Okay, but what about this? What if you were one of the guys driving the float? Wouldn't you just be kind of, like, hidden under, like, this weird veil? Yeah, you're in, like, this, in a cave. Yeah. That might be an okay job. Just drive slowly for, like, an hour and get some money. Like, you, you like you put on, like, a podcast or something or just get some good music going? and. Yeah, probably. You just got to do a state. There might be, like, a schedule, though, of, like, stops. Because th- it doesn't yeah, there usually stop some time for, like, yeah. a little bit of a jam. Like, it'll be, like, you know this band's going to do a little thing and march around the float a bit. Okay, so the name Float, is that because they used to be, like, really big, like, blow-up things? Like you see in, like, New York? Like those giant balloons, like the big Bart Simpson balloon. Right, like in TMNT, how you have to jump across one of them? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's, I think it's just supposed to be, like, uh, the truck, the fact that it's, like, a truck is kind of hidden by, like, the skirt on the thing, you know, like the paper veil right. stuff. So and what's it your looks preferred like it's just gliding float. down the street. Like, do I prefer giant balloons or big trucks with, like, different tiers and people on them? Yeah, w- between the two. Probably a giant balloon would be a cooler spectacle. Have you ever seen one in, like, real life? In real life, no. I don't Neither think have so. I. Not like that. Like, hot air balloons, obviously, but not, not I, a big You know, festival. how often do you see a hot air balloon? Not that often anymore, but I was, like, complaining about that sometime last year, about where are the hot air balloons? They're gone. And they're just like, no, they're not. They're just there at 7 in the morning when you're sleeping. I was like, I believe you, because I, I wouldn't know. Because I, I remember a while ago, like, going to school, seeing them in the morning, and being like, oh, that means it's going to be, a, like, a great day. Yeah. I, that might still happen. It's just early and in different regions of town that I'm not 
frequenting anymore or something. Like, apparently the Remax balloon is still there. Still rocking. That's good. But so. the best balloons are the ones that are, like, shaped like stuff, like the Tony the Tiger balloon. Yeah. I haven't seen, like, a weird balloon like that in many, many years. But Same. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming this might just not be the best ballooning country. Like, California is probably where balloons are at. Maybe. I'm assuming. Or like uh, well, I want more balloons. Yeah, mid- balloons are always good. Um. Alright, okay. So, hey, speaking of parades... You know how at the end of Super Mario RPG, there's like that big parade, just kind of keeps going. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't play Super Mario RPG. Okay, Mario and Luigi does it too. There's actually just a running thing in Mario games where there's just a parade. That's kind of cool. Um, okay, I know at the end of like Mario Kart, there's like a festival. Like, but are they all just kind of driving in a big line and it's kind of a parade, or is it just a weird kart party? Kind of both. I don't remember the end of Mario Kart. There's actually an end credits kind of thing. Yeah, every time you finish like one of the like cups. Mm-hmm. To say like who's first, they all kind of they're driving down and there's people on the side and they're like, Yeah Okay. I just remember in Super Mario Kart that big fish balloon comes out and then it gets popped with the cork of the champagne and then it falls. That's more it's depressing not. than anything. I know. It's kinda cool though. That, that that game's pretty good. The reason I bring it up is uh video games and uh I enjoy talking about those sometimes, but not the last two weeks, apparently. Sorry. Top-down perspective. There you go. <laughs> Boom. I was, I was waiting for you. Um, I'm not even hosting, but my name's Nathan, and uh, Sean is here. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, once again, our schedules are all awful and weird, so John is busy working hard at his full-time job. So, that's happening. Yeah, but we're here. And we're going to be talking about what Nathan's been playing. Uh, I, it's not, it hasn't been that much, really, but I played some Dirt 2. Um, Dirt 2. Yeah, you know that racing game? Yep. Because I quite like Dirt 1 back in, back like, a few years ago, so I figured I'd play some Dirt 2. I heard two. Dirt 2 is really good. It's, it is really good. It's, uh, it's gotten, it's really nice looking. Like, that's the thing, because, like, I was playing some Split Second as well. Would you say I it's sent. dirty? Um, well, yeah, like, your car gets covered with weird mud and stuff, but, like, it's just smooth-looking, you know? Like, I think it's only 30 frames, but it's, everything is so crisp that it just looks really cool. Like, it's not, So, it like, better look, than Hot Pursuit? Um, I don't know. Like, there's kind of just more going on. Like, the racing is very different, though. It's not a, really an arcade racing game as much, though you can rewind time in case you wipe out real bad. Like, is four it simulation? Times. Uh, it's not quite simulation, but it's definitely, like, more of a slower... Like, if you wipe out your car, you're done. So that's why the time rewind thing is there. Um, and the, the car physics and stuff are a little more, like, heavy, I guess, your car feels. It's It's got a different kind of feel to it than what I'm normally used to. Good variety of events, though, and uh, the Codemasters people are really good at making cool menus. So the menus are pretty awesome. It's like a you're in your camper, and you got this uh, table with all the races on this map, and then you go outside, and there's your car, and there's all these people. It's just, I don't know, it's pretty creative. Um, Didn't play tons of that, but what I did, I thought it was pretty cool. And then I played tons of iPhone games. Like, extensively. Like, okay. all of Plants vs. Zombies, pretty much. Like I Pretty good, adventure right? Adventure mode. Yeah it's, it, yeah, it's really good. It's a good game. Yeah. Um... 
Like would, you, would you go as far to say best help screen out of any game? Uh, yeah, maybe. It, it is a pretty cr- useful... <laughs> it's a pretty useful help screen. Um, and the achievements, did you go through the achievement screen? I have. There's a lot. Did you scroll all the way down and get to China? What? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, you just kind of can keep scrolling well beyond... I saw that, but I thought it was just like, this is broken. No, you just keep going, and eventually you'll see, like, weird stuff, like, uh, the Peggle Unicorn skeleton, and, uh, just, like, some other weird little Easter eggs or whatever, and then you just get to the bottom, and there's these zombies there, and they're just like, what? So, it's, it's pretty great. Um, Man, that game is yeah, just I'm, so I'm doing a second playthrough wonderful. now, which they basically lock in some of the plants you have to use. Right, which, like, I was totally uninterested in the second one. I was thinking it was going to be the exact same thing, and eventually yeah. I would do that for the achievement, but it's a little mm-hmm. different. I was, I, is there any kind of mode where it's just like, yo, infinite zombies, like, see how far you can get? There is on the computer and the iPad version. I looked it up, not on the iPhone one. Oh, that sucks, because I would totally... Because there's, like, a survival mode. Yeah, man. Are they trying to get me to, like, buy an iPad or something? I, I, or just on the computer. Or on the computer, it's like, it's... I don't know. It is a fun game. Like, really great for listening to music, too, because you can just... Have you been thinking of maybe getting it on Xbox Live? Does that have that mode? I don't know if it has that mode, but it just exists on Xbox Live. I know it does. If it has that mode, that would be my platform of choice, I guess, because I can sit on my couch and I can get achievements, like real ones. So, I, I might actually be down for that. It is a strangely just charming, fun little game. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Like, I know I'm but late to the I wanted to say, though, party in general, but... The achievements are really well designed. Like, making you do really weird stuff, yeah. Like, right, I got, like, like the, uh, the fog level without anything to get rid of it. I haven't done that one. I just recently got 8,000 sunlight. Yeah, you just have, like, it's a that... stupid number of flowers. Yeah, and, and it's you just, probably got, you never like, stop tapping the screen. Keep ten double ones alive? I could that? never do that. Okay. I did it that. got to the point where, like, everything had been eaten, and then there was one zombie getting held off by, like, one block, and I just kept, like, healing the one block. Did you ever... I forget what they're called. They're, like, a, a water-based uh, plant that basically can shoot spikes anywhere. Like, out of its... It, that stuff makes everything easy. Like, basically just have eight of those, and then you can grow as many sunflowers as you want. Oh, I, was, cool. I was growing, like, money flowers and stuff, too, just to kind of up my money. Some of that stuff. All right, what's the guy's name? Crazy Earl? or I thought it was Dave. Okay, maybe know. Crazy Dave. He's pretty good. He's pretty good, too, yeah. And he has that pot on his head. That game's yeah. great. I, I, like, I know it's redundant talking about it because it's been out forever, but it's it's pretty awesome. Um, You know what else is pretty awesome? What? Tiny Wings. Yes, you're correct. I heard you talking about it on uh, two weeks ago, I guess it is, but it yep. was the last episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I, I'm not, I can't get to Island 8, which makes me sad. I've Have only made it to 7 there? once. Okay, I've been to 7 a couple times, but 8 is just beyond me. I, I don't know. And I think uh, one of the like objectives right now is uh, get to Island 4 without ever ramping. Yep, ever. I'm, I'm where you are. How do you do that? I have... It's... That's so... That sounds so hard. I was going to say, the objectives are also really well designed in this... In Tiny Wings. 
Yeah, making it, like, I didn't even know that the upside down one was a thing until I listened to the podcast. That's fan. I, I love like, that oh, idea. Man, I'm doing when that. told right me that, now. I was like, okay. And I did, and it was, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and the music's great. Uh, that bird is pretty enthusiastic. Nothing really bad happens. Like, he just falls asleep, you know? He's had a full day. Yeah, no, that, that bird, he is, like, so happy to be going to a different island. Yeah. Woo-hoo. And if you screw up, he makes fun of you. What does he say? What do you like, he just goes, ha ha. Oh, I thought it was, like, a disappointed, like, but Oh, I, I think he probably does both. I might be misinterpreting. But either way, bright and colorful. Um, unlike Angry Birds, it makes sense to me why this game is popular. Cause but I, it's game, not popular enough. Angry Birds is still winning. I know, but, like, it's it's number two on, like, the top 25 right now. And Is it? I've, I've been promoting Like, right after Angry Birds? Um, right after, like, another version of Angry Birds, like, Rio. Right, because, like, Rio which, just came out or something. Which, that's just lame. Like, just update it. Like, Doodle Jump just updates. Like, it's like, hey, we got multiplayer now, and here it is. Have fun with that. And I did. Um, why well, I actually haven't played Putting out a new one, they can get more money. Yeah, Tiny Wings is number two, uh, second to Angry Birds Rio. And at number three is Angry Birds Normal. And I think Christmas is still here somewhere. Yeah, Angry there's Birds. three versions of Angry 17. Birds? Yep. To my knowledge, there's three versions. Perhaps more. Which is lame. Aren't they making a sh- television show about Angry Birds? There's something about a movie or something. Something weird in mass media is happening with Angry Birds, which is too bad because... Like, if there was, like, a Tiny Bird, Tiny Wings show... Actually, that... I don't know. That would seem weird, too, but... I kind of like it just existing on the iPhone. Yeah, but more people should play that, because it's actually fun. Yeah. Whereas Angry Birds, yep. I never found. Did you, did you play Angry Birds? No, I have no interest in it. Yeah, I only ended up getting it because it was like a dollar, and I was like, everyone says this is awesome, so let's see what's but going on. But now you're part of the like, problem. I know, I contributed to this horrible evil, but whatever. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, then I played some PSN games. So some what? PSN, like the PlayStation what is that? Network. Um, do you have I, one I of the Sony Playstations? What is that like? PlayStation. Like, it's what? like like Xbox Live. Sony Computer Entertainment System. Like it was way big in like '96 or whatever, and they made oh some like the tester box. Yeah, yeah, the tester box, the one that okay. you can stream the tester off of. Yeah, that that one. Um, there's oh, is games season on three out. Um, what? Are they yeah, tester-themed games? No, not really. Oh, man, could you imagine a tester-themed game? Yes. <laughs> okay, now all I'm imagining is, like, Muscle March mm-hmm. with the move controllers, but all the characters are tester characters. You don't get to create your own character and see if you, you can become a PlayStation game tester? No. And it's like a minigame compilation? It is literally the exact same thing. You know what? In fact, because it's that game is basically crunch. made out of like cardboard cutouts, yeah. it's the exact same character models from Muscle March, just with tester heads like taped on top of them. But you don't even get to see them most of the time because they're facing away from you. Nope, that's the best part. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. I don't even like Muscle March, really. <laughs> like I like the ad for Muscle March and the notion of it, but actually playing it is not fun. So I don't, I don't know. Do you still have it, like, just taking up all that space on your Wii? Uh, it's either on the Wii or it's on an SD card somewhere. I might have to move it to an SD card, because that thing is just gargantuan. Like, I'd, I don't even know if I can get Cave Story now, and that's what I'd actually want to do. But whatever. Um, oh yeah, PSN. 
I don't know why you're being all coy, like weird about it. There's XBLA, but PSN, and there's exclusives such as, and in fact, there's two games. I've I've had one for a while, but then I picked up the other one that were made by um, Japan Studio, who made Work Time Fun, the best PSP game ever made. Um, I think it's the top selling two. I I don't know. I can't verify that. I know I have two copies, so why wouldn't everyone? Um, and they made Trash Panic. Have you played that? Okay, I've heard of that. Trash Panic is a crazy, like, puzzle game. It's really hard. I've had it for a while. I could never beat it, and I still can't. Um, basically, you just have a big trash can, and, like, garbage just keeps coming in, and you're trying to smash it and mash it down so everything fits. But, uh, there's a lot of it, and if you screw up, like, a bunch of barrels or something will just fall from the top and fill up your garbage can with stuff that cannot be destroyed, so you want to be careful. Um, and, yeah. And things gradually get bigger and bigger, so you're, like, eventually dropping ships and, like, oil rigs and stuff in there. Is it crazy, like, wartime fun? Um, in that it's, like, kind of mean-spirited and how incredibly hard it is, and it has, like, a weird sense of humor, yeah. It, okay. Can, it makes sense that it's by those guys. Um, and then I just, like, I don't know why I didn't get this way long ago, because I love wartime fun so much, and I, I don't, I just don't know what I was doing, but they made this game called The Last Guy. Like, uh, two years ago. Alright. And I never got it, and I started playing it. It's actually, it's kind of awesome. It's kind of simplistic, I guess, but I, I like a lot of what's going on. Uh, basically, um, the Earth has been taken over by, quote, zombies, but they're, they're not zombies at all. They're alien monsters of some kind. I don't know why the game calls them zombies, other than zombies were stupid popular for a long time there, and still are, arguably. So I think so. What makes kinda, them not zombies? They're giant squid aliens. Like they, they don't right. resemble zombies at all. Well, wait, are they kind of like in like in Resident Evil, where like a thing will come out of the person? Oh, like a Ganados or something? Like not really. Like some of the smaller ones, kind of, but they're just kind of. It's a blanket term for all the monsters, and some of them are just like, no, that thing's like a giant like squid monster. I don't understand why this is called a zombie, but okay, I guess so. Those are bad, and they'll kill me, so I should probably stay away from it. I, I guess the only, like, they don't call liquors and stuff zombies in Resident Evil. Like, it's like that. Like, there's a variety of creatures that I guess are related to the zombie virus, but they're not zombies in a traditional okay. sense. But whatever. Um, It's like top-down um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> top down, you're looking down on like a basically a satellite photo type idea of like different cities, and um, you're running around. You're you're the, this last guy who has a cape, and he's he's a hero. Um, and you basically round up survivors that are hiding in buildings and try to lead them to an escape zone. Um, and the goals are often really high, like a thousand people or something. Um, and you you have a time limit, which sometimes so you find like groups of people or something. Yeah, like you'll you'll hold press X and it'll bring up kind of this X-ray vision like heat camera or whatever, and it'll be like, oh, there's a bunch of people in this building up here. You should go check it out. And then you walk up to it and like 37 people come out, um, and then they join your group and they just start following you around. Um, and like the tail of people behind you gets longer and longer, so it's harder and harder to stay away from monsters and keep everybody safe. Um, and you can press circle to kind of condense the crowd to get away from monsters, and you can press triangle to run, but it takes up your stamina meter, but that gets bigger the more people you have with you. 
Um, and there's like barriers and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, one little weird quirk that definitely reminds me of work time fun that the game has is like periodically it'll just like there's VIP people like special people, but it's just like hey this guy's name's is Oscar and he's 25, and that's it. So he's important. That's pretty great. Yeah, or it's just like you found a tired man and you're just like okay, <laughs> and like that person will have like a little green indicator over their head to like where they are in the line of people. So. And there's Does being tired make him slower or anything? No, no. He's just like a... He's a special man. He's very important. I okay, don't know if, that's good. I don't know if the game is implying, like, he will be important in the future or something, but it's just kind of a weird notion. Like, it's just like, no, this guy right here. This this guy. He's he's pretty good. <laughs> you should be careful. And there's four of those apparently hidden in every level. Um, The time limits get pretty crazy, though. Like, I was just having like a reasonably easygoing time with it and then last night it was like alright you got three minutes get a thousand people go and it was like oh dude what so, so wait are you fighting the zombies or is it kind of like no, a Pac-Man thing it's kind of a Pac-Man thing like if the zombies get you you're done like you just die but you don't get multiple lives or anything you just have to try that mission again which gets kind of frustrating but uh overall like it's just got that weird kind of style to it like bl- like reality but not like the the environments look kind of cool, because it almost looks like a Google Maps kind of thing. Um, but then you're running around. And the creatures and stuff are weird, and there's kind of... The menus and stuff definitely look kind of work time fun-like. and it, It's cool. It's like 10 bucks. Um, play the demo if you just want to get a taste of what that's about. It gives you one five-minute level to mess around in, so... But, yeah, that, that that's kind of the last thing I've been playing this week, and uh, I enjoy it. So... What have you been doing, Sean? Okay, um, so I also have been playing some Plants vs. Zombies and Tiny Wings, along with my usual Pokemon Black. Um, I continued some more Ghost Trick. Oh, did you start playing that last week? I forget. The week before last, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, good, right? I'm only in, I'm only in like, chapter two. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm definitely enjoying it. Have I haven't seen what's yet? so amazing about the dog yet. Okay. It seems to me he comes back. The dog gradually, like, initially it's just like, oh, it's a dog, that's cool. And then later it's just like, mind-bending, awesome stuff happens with him, and it's great. Okay, so, I had to assume the dog's left, because I've, like, left the dog. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. The story is kind of ingenious in how it, like, sets up a lot of environments that just seem like weird throwaways, and then it ties it all together in an interesting Okay, way. It's, right, It's a well-developed okay. plot, it's pretty good. Well, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. That's for sure. Um... So what else? Oh, The Arrival. Oh, As yeah. Mass Effect 2 DLC. I downloaded that right away, and I'm on the verge of playing it, but I've heard nothing good. What did, what it's did, not great. Man. Is it like 45 minutes long? About that. Did you play it on Insane? No, there's no reason to. There's no achievement for... Oh, okay. No, it has three achievements, which are complete the first half without detect... Like, like stealth it. So mm-hmm. don't be detected. The second one is complete all five waves of this of like the second quarter, uh-huh. and then com- and then beat the whole thing. That's it. There's no. Okay. Is there any good narrative hooks in it at all? Like, you know, not so much. You play by yourself, so there's like no conversing with your team. Um, you come across like a completely new character who. Was trying to do something, but nothing 
amazing, like it's a complete side story. I'm sure they can bring that back, though, if they want, but... Right, no, um... I guess I'll have to see Like, at the very end of it, something happens that definitely kind of helps lead into the third game, but apart from that, it's not great. One, and it's really buggy. For example, uh, there was this one cutscene just before like the five wave battle starts, mm-hmm. and in about half the cutscene, my character would be a man and white. I, well, he was white for sure. Like all of his armor was just complete default white, and I could have sworn they looked like a man, and then it would like snap back to my usual purple girl. Wow, okay. So it's like snapping between default Shepard for some reason? Some, that's what it seemed like, but and I, like I said, I'm not 100% sure if it was a man or not, but regardless, it was snapping between like a default girl. Weird. That's that's really messed up. Yep. I, I don't know what's going on, but like I'm getting weirdly depressed about Bioware lately. Like, playing Dragon Age for the first time, hearing nothing good about Dragon Age 2, and then, like, this coming out and being kind of crappy. Like, what are they doing over there? They gotta... I don't know. Guess maybe, let's hope they're focusing on Mass Effect 3. I guess, but, like, I just... I don't want them to kind of be, like, get weirdly over-self-confident and just be like, no, we're Bioware. We got this. We got this. And then just kind of things go slowly fall apart or whatever. Like, are you excited about Old Republic at all? No. Yeah. But I never have been. I know. Like, I, I kind of was, but I just kind of don't care now, because it's like, hey, it's like, wow, but in Star Wars, and I love Star Wars, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want that. I don't know what I want from them anymore. I guess Mass Effect 3, I'll still play that. So. I still kind of want, like, really great side story DLC for Mass Effect. Yeah, because those other ones were pretty good. Like, I right, quite, I quite yeah, and just, the, like, that uh, universe is huge, I want, like, like, a five-hour, like, a small, like, Case Zero style size content, mm-hmm. but this was just a big letdown then. Like ten those bucks, books, too. why don't you turn those into like a nice little, I don't know, ten bucks, fifteen bucks side deal, side quest or something? Did you read all of Ascension or? No, I'm almost done it. Okay, are you liking it? I'm okay with it. Okay, because I just I don't know what it was, but something about it, I was just like. Like, it seems extra derivative, because it's, like, the characters that they put in the first story, but going on, like, none of the characters from Mass Effect, the games, are in it. So I felt kind of weirded out. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm okay. Like, I, like I'm totally cool if it doesn't relate to Shepard and stuff, because I, well, I guess I mean, want the universe to be big. Yeah, like, Elusive Man's in it, but, uh... Right, like, Shepard can't... No, I don't mean Shepard, but I like how the the first one was like, hey, here's what Captain Anderson's history is all about. And I was like, yeah. But, But, like, I keep coming back to, like, stuff from Mass Effect 1 where, like, Garrus was like, yeah, there was this, like, organ seller and I hunted him down. I just wish I knew where he was now. I was like, I wanted to experience all of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, like, just make missions out of those and... Yeah, just take one of their side characters and make him, like, the main character for, like, five hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, if Garrus was, like, the new Shepard, and he had, like, two almost, like, I don't want to say no name, but just people you've never met that he used to work with. Mm -hmm. Give me a five-hour game with that. That might be, like, post-Mass Effect 3 type stuff. But I don't know. I just want it. I want it to come. 
like once they end Shepard's story or whatever, they can just have that universe go on in different directions. I'd be up for that. That's a it's a great sci-fi world, so yeah. But anyway, um, so the arrival not worth the ten bucks, even if you're a fan. It's or? seven or seven or six. Oh, five, yeah. six, five, five something. Yeah, I bought it though. Yep, it's an easy one hundred points. All right, I, I guess I'll get my S rank again. I also played Rascals. Oh yeah, I did play a little bit of Rascals. Not a lot though. I beat it. Okay. Is it three worlds? Yep. Okay, I'm on the last one then. So I guess I did play a lot of Rascals. Kind of forgot about that. What do you think? Good? It's okay. One thing that's good about it is they definitely take like the one gameplay mechanic they have and change it enough. Like, yeah, I guess so. There, there's sometimes a you'll have to like race through stuff. Sometimes you can't run out of zaps. You have to like build something. The not running out of zaps one I enjoy. I don't really like the ones where it's like you gotta stay in fever mode the whole time. Go go go. Like I'm bad. There at are that. definitely some hard ones. Like all the little red areas, really hard to complete. I like couldn't do any of them. Actually, yeah, I failed the first one, and then I remembered hearing those are really challenging, so I just didn't care. How are you liking, like, the story or the humor of it? Uh, it's sometimes kind of funny. Um, I think my favorite joke... Well, should we just say the favorite joke? Sure. That, that's kind of spoilery. I guess I'll just I'll just allude to it. Um, when he gets, like, he hears the voice on the intercom, and he's like, Oh man, there's a small man trapped in this box. Oh yeah, and you're thinking, he's being silly, it's an intercom? Mm-hmm. And then and something then, funny uh, happens. And then a guy actually comes out of it? Okay, I guess we'll just... <laughs> yeah, a guy comes out of it, and he has, like, an intercom voice, and he was right, and it was like, ah, all right. Thank you for getting me out of there, king. I was not ready for that. I thought the joke was the normal, like, kids' show thing where the king is just silly, but nope. So. Nope. I kind of like um, how, for some reasons, the developer was like, we don't want to come up with an actual reason of why you need this. Right. It's, and so they'll literally be like, we have to go get it because it's important to the story. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's alright. It's having some fun. It, it's reasonably funny. Who's the developer? Is it like the Fruit Ninja people? Or something? I actually don't know. I can't Here, I'll, remember I'll, who developed I'll it. I'll look into it while you talk about something else. Right, because I also played Ghostbusters Sanctum of Slime. A good portion of it this time. Okay. You, it is I, not good. Yeah, I remember hearing your initial impression on last, like the last podcast, and you're like, "It's okay." And then on yeah. Twitter, you're like, eh, "I." Yeah. So because I finally played more of it, and I was just like, "What is going on?" First off, uh, there's no brightness setting, and you play in a lot of really dark rooms. Oh. Okay. So that's great. Here's another thing. So I remember when they first announced that you're gonna have these like beams, and you can cross between the beams, which makes a lot of sense. It's a multiplayer dual joystick shooter, right? Yeah. Guess how they fix that? But when you cross over the beams, it just blocks the person. Okay. So, like, I'm playing with three AI characters, and we're all shooting, like, a boss. If an AI walks in front of my gun, I'm now shooting him. He's not taking damage, but I'm not attacking the boss. Oh. So there has literally been times where I couldn't reach the boss because the AI was getting in the way, or there was, like, a wall. Of beam or whatever, like what? Yeah, like my my primary attack. 
Huh. Okay, so that's not fun then. No, and like I don't know what what's with the online. It either really sucks or people just keep quitting a bunch. But I have yet to be able to get the finish a, a mission with four human characters. Oh. And I've yeah. started many with four human characters. And people just get tired halfway through a level. And I, give them, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. And you said there's no voice acting or anything, so it's just... There like, isn't. And one of the worst parts is kind of like the layout of every single um, level. For example, there's one where you're in the sewers, and it's basically like, okay, so walk through this small hallway. There'll be like two monsters there that don't really move, but they kind of just come out of the ground, so you just you shoot them. And then you're going to walk into an open area. You're going to hang out there for about four seconds, and then you're going to get attacked. And then you're going to go through another small little hallway to another open room. Over and over and over again. And it's every level is like that. That doesn't sound fun at all. I, yeah, I like Basically, if you walk into an open room, there's going to be ghosts. Hmm. It's like a beat-em-up or something. Kind of. Yeah. And uh, back to my initial thing. Uh, yes, Half Brick developed Fruit Ninja. So now you know. There you go. Well, there you go. They're going places. Do you, do you have Fruit Ninja? I do. It's... Do you like it? Uh, you slice fruit. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, there's, so yeah, Ghostbusters, not, not great. Really. Okay, Ghostbusters, also not great. Can't recommend that. But it's like 10 bucks, so it's 10 times worse than Fruit Ninja. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think if I played anything else. Nope, that was it. Should we go to news? Yes. Okay. Started off with World of Goo. Small one. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. just doing the new song, news tickers or whatever. Um, I I have World of Goo on the PC. As do I. Did really you beat it? Game. Did I beat it? No. Yeah, because I got like I was quite into it for a while, and then eventually I got to the point where it's just like, man, this is really taxing my brain and just how to figure this out. I'm gonna not play it right now and then I, I really like the kind of mode where you get to make a sculpture and see how big it is compared to your like friends right where it's just like build a tower as high as you can right that stuff is pretty good um so it's already on iPad right you said yep and, and so the news the... is it's coming to iPhone for yeah. 99 cents that's pretty good but provided they figured out an interface for a smaller screen and stuff right yeah yeah that could be cool. I don't know. I could see them doing it. It's a really good game. Yeah. And I will definitely be picking that up. What's a, yeah, a dollar. It's a dollar. Jeez. Okay. Speaking of iOS games, mm-hmm. PopCap games? Yeah, the Plants vs. Zombies people. We were talking yeah. about them. They're pretty yeah, great. Some, uh, some Peggle. And yeah, Peg- I also have Peggle. And I have Bejeweled, which not a big Bejeweled person. but So they... Opened up a new studio called Fourth and Battery, mm-hmm. and Fourth and Battery is basically going to be just if you we if people from PopCap want to mess around and make a game, they can go do that at Fourth and Battery. Like if they want to go a little weirder and a little yeah outside of what PopCap's usually into, exactly. Which is family some friendly. kind of mature content, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah, and they've announced their first game, Unpleasant Horse. Yeah. Do you like that name? It's not bad. Um, there's a rockin' little theme song in the teaser video, too, that kicks in, so... It, it, there's potential there. 
And so that's coming out, was it later this month? If that was the plan. Uh, it was going to be free, in fact, which I found right. weird. But That's really cool. I really like that. Like, um, But I'm wondering, like, what does that mean? Like, is it going to be like a, just, hey, no, it's free because we're awesome? Or is it like, hey, it's free because uh, micro content or something? Like, you can buy a sick hat for your unpleasant horse, and it's 20 cents or something like that. I have no idea. But I, I, I don't know why I'm, like, supposing there's some shady side to it. Like, PopCap doesn't have that history, but I don't know. Something about it seems fishy. But either way, they were going to be cool and give us a free game. Um, but what happened? Uh, Apple has said no. Yeah. Because of the merger content. Like, apparently in the game, you're, you're this unpleasant horse, and you stomp on birds or something and rip wings off of other ponies or pegasi, I guess. And Apple wasn't into that for some reason, which I found baffling because there's 17-plus apps all over the place. I have some. Right. So apparently what happens is you clip the wings off of other Pegasus-like creatures so that they fall from the sky into a meat grinder. Well, the phrasing is like the meat grinder known as the ground. So I don't know if they're inferring that like they grind up at the bottom of the screen or it's just they fall and they call call it a meat grinder. I have no idea, but regardless, that kind of sucks. I wanted to see this. Yeah, they said they're appealing the decision and hoping to get a rating that's appropriate, but I don't know. It might it might delay it a little bit. Like I'm sure PopCap will put this out somehow. I can't imagine it not going through at some point. But it kind of sucks, because, I mean, Apple's cool, right? right? Right. Yeah, but not anymore. I don't know. I'm just glad that they're, like that they want to do something experimental, and it's free. That's great. And I know you, you kind of think it's a little shady, but I, I, I want to believe that it's just them are like, we have different ideas, and we want to test a bunch of stuff out. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming it just doesn't have the level of quality that their other games do, but maybe if it really catches on, they'll m- implement that in a future game. Yeah, okay. I guess that's a more positive way of looking at it. So, yeah. Just being pessimistic. I don't know. All right. So, speaking of small games, mm-hmm. Minecraft. Yeah, it's still a small game. It's well, an indie yeah, because I mean, it's it's like independently released, so it's like, and it's like two guys, isn't it? Well, the it was like one guy, and then he ended up hiring some people because he's he's got a, he's a millionaire now or something, right? Like thirty-three million right. dollars or something. That's, that's uh, crazy. so it has an official release date. Okay. Here's the release date. It's November 11th. So you know what that means? Skyrim. 11, 11, 11. Which is also the day Skyrim comes out. Right, so that, yeah, it's going up against Skyrim. Which, I mean, I, you know what? I was going to say I like me some Minecraft. I don't get it. I don't, I, I have it. I'm one of the many people who bought it and contributed to that $33 million total. But I've never been sucked in for like a five-hour play session or whatever. Like, I have friends who have. What is the appeal? Like, it's just like... Like, they're just making houses, and they're just finding hell and whatever it's going on? Yeah, like, I dug around for a bit, but I was just like, this crafting system is really obtuse and does not explain itself at all, and I don't want to have a wiki article open the entire time. I have friends who are way into it. People are are way into it. I know, I know. People on Gekloo and stuff are just like, play this again, it's amazing, what? It's just like, okay, I'm going to... 
So, like, the main thing with this release is they've actually said the full version won't be very different than what the game was, like, a week ago. Okay. All they're basically doing is it's more of a milestone where they're getting rid of the beta label. Oh. Okay. But they still do plan plan to to continuously update it. I thought the plan was to make it, like, a dungeon crawler, like, with creatures. Not from this press release. All right, I guess... It, because this version of it was embraced, they're going in this direction, I guess, which is right. So they just they want pe- people to know it's not going to change really once it comes up, once it's out. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they're going to stop working on it and updating it as much as they obviously do. Yeah, it's still an interesting, like weird independent success story. But as a game, I just don't find it that interesting. But whatever. Right. But hey, you know what? Speaking of games coming out. Skyrim? Sorry, they're I making a new say, Professor Layton. They're, oh, they're making... Okay. Like, an, did you read into this? Do you mean a new one, or, like, another one's been translated, and it's on its way? This is a new one for Japan. Okay. So this is the sixth one. Any details on it, or just, hey... Not really. It's just, it was a Twitter update. Oh, okay. Yeah, saying that the sixth one is has begun, uh, which means it's that prequel series. It hasn't been said if it's DS or 3DS... Um, I'm assuming when they say sixth one, they aren't including the Professor Layton uh, Ace Attorney crossover as one of the six. Mm. So that means potentially there are seven Layton games. Cool. I'm on the second one. So... I'm waiting for the fourth one to come here so I can start that. Yeah, I'm kind of behind on the times. But... Are you just not into Layton? Um, I'm trying to remember... Like, the structure of it I find kind of annoying, where it's just like, click around and find the next thing you need. No, that's the best part. So good. That's like weird, old, archaic adventure game kind of logic, which... Yeah, but then it's awesome visuals and a really great character. (sighs) Yeah, I know. Like, it's like the characters and stuff are making up for a lot of the, what I might call gameplay problems, because... Like, like, I don't mind the riddles. Like, just give me the riddles, and that that's good. But, like, something like a puzzle agent maybe is a little more, like, linear about it, so it's just, like, easier to get through. I don't know. I found that easier to play. So, yeah. Also, because, well, puzzle agent is also incredibly shorter. Yeah, that's true. Like, like a fourth the length. So maybe I want shorter games. Well, Puzzle Agent 2 was announced, so... Good. Can't wait. Nelson Tethers okay, is back. But, so games... Like, speaking of games that we don't really know a lot about coming out... Okay. Burnout Crash... What? ...was kind of leaked... Wait. ...by the ESRB. Is this Criterion? Yes. Well, all, all we know is that the Australia Classification Review Board, a similar like a similar service to the U.S.'s ESRB, uh-huh. has rated a brand new Burnout title dubbed Burnout Crash. Okay. No no notion of, like, what platform or... Nothing. It's just th- that's a name that is apparently something is going on with it. Okay. And, it's like, all we know is something is called Crash, and it's PS3 360. Ooh, okay. So, good platforms. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry to... So just, you know, speculation. A lot of people are thinking... So apparently, like, the only Burnout game I've played is Paradise. Before that, they had a crash mode? 
Oh, wow. Really? Is that uh, familiar? Yeah. You didn't play Burnout prior to Paradise at all? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Crash Mode was kind of a staple of the series. Like, Showtime Mode is kind of the weird version of it in the Paradise. Right, not that's what I kind of got from that. it. So a lot of yeah, people Crash are mode was speculating awesome. that this will be kind of primarily Crash Mode. Like, more focused on... Crash Mode was actually a pretty awesome idea. Like, it's it's basically like a... I don't know what you'd call it. Like a giant... It's like very arcadey kind of setup, and you basically just like try to cause as much damage as you can in one crazy kind of crash run. So you'll just go. So off is it kind of like a Hall of Meat from Skate? Uh, I guess I was actually thinking of like I haven't even played it. I've just seen footage of it, but that like weird mode in the Bigs where you're basically just hitting a baseball and trying to smash signs and stuff. Okay. Like it'd be sort of kind of like that, or like Pain that PSN game. But like, okay, well, let me ask you, what would you want out of the next Burnout game? Oh, I don't know. Like, playing Paradise again, like, that is an amazing formula, but... You just want Burnout Paradise well. too? Kind of. But, um, yeah. I, oh, I don't man, know if they'd do that's that. That's my dream. Yeah. But, like, something with more of a limited, like, traditional racing game structure, like a Need for Speed... Uh, hot pursuit, but with burnout kind of mechanics and stuff, that could be okay. Not as exciting, obviously, but you know, sixty frames and whatever that would. So, be. if speculation is correct, though, does the idea of a crash-centered burnout game interest you at all? Yes, because I trust Criterion, but I'd actually like my favorite mode is I think it's Renegade or whatever, where you're just doing takedowns on everybody. It's not called Renegade. What is it called? I thought it was... I can't remember. Is it just like Takedown? I thought it was Road Rage. Road Rage. Road Rage. That's the one. There you go. Re- Renegade is a movie with Kiefer Sutherland. But, um, yeah, Road Rage. That 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 kind of stuff was my favorite aspect of it. Is just Also known as my people. second uh, least favorite mode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they should do that. As make it the full game. What's your least favorite? Uh, probably stunt runs. Yeah. Okay. Despite you know, there's something cool about pulling it off, but yeah, they're kind of tedious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it just those two modes got terrible for me because I kind of left them all to the end, so I had to do like twenty three of them in a row. Okay. Whereas with me, that was the stunt runs and the uh, hot, the hot time, whatever the heck it was called, the Mark time Man? trials. Hmm? Oh, no, just the race? No, the time trial ones where you, like, with each car, you have to go to a certain place. Oh, I like that. Burning like route. Burning route ones. Yeah, burning routes. I like yeah. those. Those I kind of just put off, though, so I had too many of them at the end. It was kind of a bummer. I could see that. But Best thing was finding billboards and stuff. Yeah, I guess that was... Well, except when you get down to, like, four left. But Right. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, you know what? Best thing is the online challenges. If you get a good group of people, those things are so much fun. And I haven't even really done that yet. But, yeah, so, I don't know. The notion that Criterion is returning to Burnout is exciting in any way, but I kind of wish Paradise sold more than it did, and they could just make a sequel to that, and everyone would get excited. Hopefully for the future. I don't even understand, like, what went wrong with that game in terms of, like, public perception of it or something, because... Did it do ba- I don't think it did bad, did it? I don't think it did very well. 
like in the grand scheme of things, like every single Need for Speed outsold it. Like it's like Pro Street did better, and that game is garbage. Oh, yeah. So it's like I I just I don't know what's going on. Like, we're like, Maybe it was just yeah, too open world because it, it is drastically different. Yeah, like, there's a bit of a kind of learning curve where you're just like, I was lost in the city, I didn't know what to do, but then, like, there's a time when that just kind of clicks, and it becomes kind of the best game ever. But, yep. it's, yeah, not enough people put in the time and effort, I guess. Including me for quite a while, but when you finally reach that place, it's it's the best racing game. So... Okay. Oh well. Um, so I don't excited? really have a great. Are you interested? Not, yeah. Um. I've once after Burnout Paradise, I made the, the the oath that anything Criterion does from now on, I will buy. Okay. So Black Two. Yep. Whatever. Whatever it is, because I need to continuously thank them for Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a great transition for this next one, like I did for every past news story we brought up. Oh. But what I can say is. There was uh, rumors and ideas of putting Burnout Paradise on the moon at some point. Okay. And the moon is in space, just like Mass Effect? Yeah. In fact, in the first Mass Effect, you go to the moon. That's true. It's uh, Bring Down the Sky. Mm -hmm. Is it? No, no. There's literally a mission where you're just battling like weird AI stuff that happens on the moon. Like a moon base. What's the one where where you... Oh, you're just on a different planet. Eden Prime is where you're nearby for Bring Down the Sky, right? Okay. okay. Anyway, anyway. So space, Mass Effect. Uh, so just kind of two little things about it. First off, fourth Mass Effect book. Okay. I have that Deception. third one sitting in my house, but I don't. I haven't read it yet. Not the fourth one. Not the fourth one, the third one. So. Right. So they've announced a fourth one. New writer. Oh, what? Yep. Okay. Apparently, this guy did some Halo books that were terrible. Really? Yep. Are you just saying that because you don't like Halo, or...? No, just, like, I was just kind of reading some of the comments of what people were saying about this, and they mm-hmm. were saying that those books were awful. What's the dude's name? Because, like, Drew Carpishan or whatever was the other guy? Yeah, Carpishan or something like that. Yeah. Uh, this one is William C. Deitz. Deitz spelled D-I-E-T-Z. Are you just, like, looking him up or something? I'm trying to, but William C. D-I-T-Z? D-I-E-T-Z. Okay, yeah, here he is. Let's see what's going on with this guy. Anyway, what about... Okay, so he's... Uh, he's Apparently it's continuing the story from the first three books, so I guess more of those characters you don't care about. Okay. He wrote some Star Wars books about Kyle Katarn, though. So did uh, Carpician. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was about that guy, but uh, he wrote some Star Wars books, it always says. Okay. Um, One thing that, if, if from what I got, like, did he write Halo books? Is that true? Uh, one, apparently, the the Flood. The Flood, yeah, that's what it's saying. I just, does this guy work at Bioware? Because Greg does. Or, like, Greg Carpishian, he does work Drew, at Bioware. Drew Carpishian, but, um... Oh, Drew? Yeah. Right, it is Drew. Right. Just, he works at Bioware, which is always great, because he knows that fiction like no one else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if this guy has any direct ties to the whole thing. I, I've literally just learned of his existence, so I'm not an expert, obviously, but yeah. Okay. Um, interested? Like, are you still in gobble-up-everything Mass Effect mode? 
Well, like I said, the second book kind of didn't do it for me, so I'm going to give the third one a try um, at some point. But, yeah, I mean, the universe is still cool enough. I hope he doesn't do anything silly. And I don't really okay, care so about that's Halo, good, so... Because I'm also in Gobble Everything Up Mass Effect mode, and they've announced Mass Effect anime. Good, actually. that That's not a bad thing, because uh, curio- curiously, I watched the Animatrix this past week which I would compare as like a, you know, hey, it's a collection of short anime films about this universe that's kind of cool. And uh, I enjoyed it, so I'm in. I'm, I'm fully in. Despite One thing that I'll just anime. say real quick, uh, the fourth Mass Effect book is planned for fall 2011, so look for that. Uh, the anime is planned for 2012. Oh. But is it is it kind of the... Or I guess they did a Halo one, too. That was a bunch of Halo anime. Which I there was a Halo watch. anime, that's true. Apparently Dragon Age Origins had a anime. Dragon Age? Like, like just the article is saying, much like Dragon Age Origins before it, EA and Bioware are teaming up with Funimation Entertainment to create an anime feature film based on the Mass Effect series. So it's not actually a, like a show, it's like the Halo one, it's a, it's a film. But I think the Halo one was a collection of short stories. But is, but would you consider it a film? Well, yeah, it's like a compilation of short okay. stories. It's not right. like a show. In what was that called case. again? I don't... Rem- I don't... Hold on. I was going to say <laughs> I don't care, because I don't, but, you know. Halo's important. And I don't hate Halo, you know? That that one was... Halo Legends is okay. the name of that one. So, okay. yeah, that happened. And Batman Gotham Knight also exists. Unrelated, but... Related. Was that the same people? No, I don't know. That was just another weird anime short story collection, and that one was not good. So this could go did, one of two ways. Did you ways. watch it? I did, and I liked, I liked it. me some Batman, but okay, that that didn't do anything for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're wrong. That's all I'm saying. I was fine with it. I thought some of those styles were cool, but the, the, anime the difference between those two is Halo uh, Gotham Knight had a bunch of different styles, didn't it? Yeah. No, it's a different directors, different animation okay. houses and but, stuff. So, yeah. you're pro uh, anime film? I Yeah, sure. I'm pro anime stuff expanding on things that I like already, so why not? Okay, cool. Um, and there's just no good transition for this one, but Sony, uh, they, they were attacked by Anonymous. Oh, yeah. There is and no, you seem um, to know more about this than I do. Well, I just, it was one of the few video game-related stories that caught my attention this past week. Um, yeah, that happened. Uh, like, PSN apparently full-on went down for a day, and uh, Anonymous was claiming stuff on, like, forums and whatever, like, hey, man, because of the whole hacking lawsuit stuff that's going on, we're going to bring down PSN and be jerks and stuff, because that's what we do. And um, they did that, apparently. They are so They're powerful. Yeah, no, they can do whatever they want with the internet, I guess, if they want to. But uh, Sony didn't quite exactly admit that that happened, but they, I guess, admitted it was a possibility or something for causing the the crash or whatever. So, yeah. The only reason I kind of, like, took notice of it is because, like, this is the first week I've actually done anything on PSN in months and months. Like, I had to update my credit card and stuff because... I haven't used it in quite a while on there. Um, so I was like, oh no, is this going to interfere with me getting the last guy? Because that would be really weird and horrible. But 
apparently they fixed it, so, yeah. And I guess it's just the latest in the ongoing kind of PlayStation hacking developments, so, you know, there you go. That's That, that happened. I'm just okay. surprised they were able to take down such like a, like an established product like from such a big company. Yeah, I mean, like, Sony, again, is not really divulging what all happened, but that seems like a possibility that that's why they went down at that point. So, yeah. That, that, those guys, weird, right? I, I don't know. There's not really much to say. Right. Well, that's all I had for news. Oh, no. What a weird story to end on. But, okay. I, so I have an email here. Okay. Okay. Well, we got another one, actually, from Brian, uh, just explaining... Uh, how Mii's work, apparently, on the 3DS, which you guys talked about right. last week. So, yeah, so, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah. And uh, this question is, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird one, but here we go. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for your responses to my question so far. Here's my question for this week. Uh, this, is from, this is from Dexter. Um, so he says, uh, hey, guys, thanks for your responses to my question so far. Here's my question for this week. What is your attitude towards philosophy in games? Uh, specifically, do you prefer games that have a heavy amount of philosophy in it, like uh, Eternal Sonata or the Persona series, or do you prefer a subtle approach like the environmentalism in the Final Fantasy VII or anti-consumerism in Dead Rising? Uh, the distinction I'm making here is kind of based on whether the philosophical message of the game is something in the background or secondary to the actual gameplay or story in the latter. Or that the philosophy is something focused on as part of parcel with important things like the story and gameplay in the form of Cheers. Um... I don't, I don't know if what I like. I don't play a lot of. I didn't play much Eternal Sonata at I all. I did have it. Is there philosophy in it? I didn't per really se? catch a ton of that. It's, it's like I, I enjoy me some Persona, but I wouldn't really like. I guess asking like about. I'd almost call it more psychology type stuff, like about who you really are and suppressing your emotions and whatever. Right, like it's kind of. All about like Chopin in like a coma or something, right? And like this is like yeah. his dream world happening, mm-hmm. right? In order like, to like save or, him. Or, I guess there's a lot of characters just talking about strange things in both of them, but I don't know if I'd really call that you know good philosophy or anything. It's just kind of long-winded talking, <laughs> not in a bad way necessarily in those games. I, uh, I definitely like, like the Dead Rising example. Dead Rising, but, like, that's almost just because it is uh, basically a ripoff of George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, despite them saying on the front of the box that it is not that. It is it is that, so that's just part of that. It's not, like, a thing they ever really address in any way, which I guess is the point. Like, it's just kind of the background, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily an original observation. I don't know. Um, I guess the one game I was thinking of that is maybe a little too heavy with it is Flower, with its environmentalist message. Right. That's kind of just the whole point of the whole game. Right. Is by the time you get to the end, you're just like, no, I get it, I get it. The the nature and the the pollution. Yeah. Okay. So going with that, you could say a lot of art kind of games or games art kind of games are doing that. Like Braid kind of had like some big philosophical question at the end of it. Like, what makes a person a villain, or... Kind of, yeah. Or, or And even Limbo, just kind of like, what exactly does everything represent? I don't know represent? what Limbo was. 
really, like, yeah, there's things you can read into Limbo, but at the same time, it's just kind of a simple platformer. I like Limbo a lot, though, maybe because it's... So I guess I prefer a subtle approach to anything like that, as opposed to... I'd almost say Final Fantasy might fall in the heavy-handed camp, because it's just, like, characters just talking at length about whatever weird problems that happen in their lives, and... Basically, the JRPG kind of formula of having to read a bunch of text of stuff is not—it's not how I like it anymore. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't don't have heavy-handed philosophy in your games, I guess. Maybe. Um, I guess it. Would you say like it makes the game deeper? Because I really wouldn't see it working a ton in. Like a lot of shooter games, like the only thing really comes to mind is maybe kind of like a Half-Life 2 kind of thing. Is there a philosophy? Like the one shooter I was thinking of that kind of did something interesting in this regard was Far Cry 2 in terms of kind of turning the question on the player late in the game of like, you've just been killing a lot of people that didn't really deserve it. Like what have you been doing? What have you been like contributing to this conflict other than perpetuating it and stuff which was like kind of an interesting try I guess like the story was kind of simple in that game but I found it somewhat in, like impactful in a way um right, yeah, Bioshock has a lot of political stuff like Marxist type you know how societies work and this weird microcosm and that falling apart I guess it can work I, I don't know it's just lately I've been kind of just running into this, I guess, pessimism of, like, so many games just aren't really about story at all. Like, they're basically just a means of setting up the next action sequence or whatever. You know? Like like most shooters, like a bullet storm or something. Like, there's no... Or gears or whatever. Like, there's nothing really interesting happening other than... We need a reason for this next action scene, so let's... I don't know. Write some stuff. That, that can so, always be... That could be good, too. Like... Uncharted no, it's 2. fun. Like, there's a place for that, for sure, but I mean, that's kind of the main thing that we're seeing now, so I guess the, the, the few games that try to do something interesting in that regard are that much more interesting for it, but I guess they're still not super sophisticated about a lot of that stuff. I don't know. I've just been kind of down on game narratives lately, so giving them extra credit for having like ph- philosophical notions in them isn't really where my head is at right now so so you don't so just kind of answering his last part of the question you don't think it it is needed to make the story good or whatever oh uh i'll, I'll say no cuz lots of games kind of don't ask these bigger questions and they're still fine yeah like i'd almost i almost want game makers just to kind of get to a level where they can confidently tell a story that's actually interesting and has characters that are interesting before trying to go on and tackle anything larger than that. So, like, I I think we need to figure out, like, the meat and potatoes kind of approach to just telling a compelling story before we can even begin to start thinking about doing anything beyond that, I guess. Although, there, you know, there's a few exceptions and stuff, of course, and I like actually a lot of the independent games seem to be going in stranger directions with this stuff, which I find... Right, well, it's safer. 
Well, like, yeah, it's a smaller investment. Like, nobody's going to be like, all right, here's the budget from Uncharted 2 for your weird, strange idea. Like, that won't happen. But, yeah, the indie space seems to be kind of where, I guess, pseudo-philosophical stuff can actually contribute. I, I don't know. It It's an interesting idea, but, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> okay, cool. And that was it for emails, right? Yep, well, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, and I think we had another thing show. about 3DS stuff, but yeah. Um, okay, yeah. What day is it today? Uh, it's April 9th. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot. No problem. Um, that's, uh, that's why I'm here. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, so thanks for being here. Yeah. Hopefully, John hopefully, will, hopefully all three all... of us will be here next week. Like School's going to be over soon, so that'll help some of us in this equation. Um, right, so hopefully that'll work out. But yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Done.